I, I told you this, a friend of mine uh, put out your name onto his phone with chat, with, I think chat, what, how do you pronounce it? Chat GBT. And, you know, yeah. I don't know. you debating um, uh, Larry Summers with Pepe Le Pew being the moderator. <laughs> And, funny. Uh, I actually have heard about that, yeah. And it was it was actually quite 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 funny, and mm. uh, but it's 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 freakish. Uh, but I want to welcome everybody to the world, according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And as promised, we got Mandy Gunasegra. Yeah, Hello, in, I'm sorry for the hiatus. Back <laughs> back in back in the hizzo. And of course, Mandy was second in command of Trump's uh, EP, EPA, which means she's on the list. Um, I am. She, she, not she, the good one. She's not the good list and uh, the naughty list. And of course, <laughs> Benjamin Jeremy Stein, icon, iconoclast, speechwriter to two presidents, got Ronald Reagan elected, lawyer, economist, historian. Mathematician, statistician, most importantly, his husband. Second, most importantly, is the doctor, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. God bless you, sir. God bless you. A, a heart rendering uh, note that uh, until uh, several weeks ago, you would have said, and father. And so you are. still are, and I'll keep adding it because you're still a father. Um, yes, 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 yes. My and, father uh, and all the, all the nurses in my home, who uh, I'm proud to call my children, all my children. Yes, we don't uh -huh. know that. That's a, that's a very famous soap opera. Yes, I'm, with, Su with Susan Lucci. Yes, I am very familiar with. Uh, no, actually, I don't want to say it, but the the dog that I own, the 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 former owner was uh, a very big uh, star on that show for a couple of years. That was their. Who was that? I don't want to say their name. That was their big break on was on that show. So welcome to the world, according to Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And Ben, I was at your house yesterday after after another indictment and after was, we saw the news. And Surely I was not indicted. Yes, surely <laughs> yet. Um, but you, you, were, you were not indicted. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> and uh, when, <laughs> man, did you get that, by the way? And uh, it's from the movie Airplane. And, uh, yeah, actually, we watched that recently. Um, it was on. And anyway, movies. the kids want I let the kids watch it. <laughs> it's a good movie. Very good movie. I'm surprised you let the kids watch that, but not the Jesus Revolution. Hmm. Well, I just hadn't. I hadn't seen Jesus Revolution. You know, I've been trying to watch that many times, and I've fallen asleep twice. That's not indicative of the movie. Just I've been very tired. That's okay. So, you're, you're a hardworking woman. Even if it was to try to save America from the people that don't love America, which is yeah, the people, Sorry? yeah, the people that want to destroy it, um, yeah. and they and they a lot, they a lot of them, a lot of them out there, and I will say, if I may, respectfully, Mandy and Judah, uh, there are a lot of them within a few blocks of this house, uh, within a few feet of this house, and uh, this house is in a pretty nice neighborhood. Uh, I won't be able to afford it much longer, I'm sure. But uh, you, you would, we, if you knew what the houses in this neighborhood cost and realize that so many people live here are Bolshevists and uh, want to bring an end to the system that has made them, taken them from Eastern Europe or wherever they came from to have a lavish life here. And you, you say, what? How, how can they be against a, a country that has a system 
as generous to people of intelligence and uh, culture work as, as we have here? How could they, how could that happen? I really do think that is the perfect question. I don't think it's an answer you're going to ever get or the right answer you would like to receive. But Mandy, that really is, before we even start, that really is the question that should be asked to everybody is what Ben just said. Where is it better? What what better yeah, system is, is right, right, what, right, whatever right, system right, right, right. has ever been put in place? How beautiful as as Ben has brought up Gladstone with the Constitution. No, no, no other document like it, Mandy. And I'm yeah. I'm constantly trying to figure out. Nobody asks that question to people, Mandy. But 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 wait well, a second. Well, wait a second. We do on this. I'm show. saying yes, but I'm saying you don't. Besides see, us. Besides us, and besides, and Mandy, Republicans don't often ask this question. Very good point. No, I, good. I, I agree with that. And where, where is it better for the individual versus where is it better for those that are in the political elite? And I feel like a lot of times the people who who react emotionally with regard to that question, it's because they feel like they're losing some grasp on political eliteness or the power that goes along with it. And there are other places that are good for them if they can attain that position, but there's no ever cut no other country that is better for the individual who's up against any institution um, that has been concocted by the government. And so, yeah, I think it's a good question and one the Republicans should talk more about. Yeah, where, where well, I, I, I'd like to delve into this just one millimeter more deeply. Years and years ago, I was walking down the street with my dad, uh, a wonderful, wonderful dad. I have to say, uh, I, I've met many, many people who are better looking than I am, or better hung than I am, but I have never met anyone a better father than I had. And uh, I think to myself, what, what, what's going on here? Don't, don't people realize what a gift we have in this country where your father can make something of himself and, and change the art of his family? It's just, uh, and, and then how stupid can people be to, to not realize what a gift this has been? You know, I just want to say something that uh, uh, you just you brought it, you bring up another great point without accidentally realizing it with the with your vocabulary. And we treat everybody the same way on this show. And uh, we treat Mandy like she's a regular human. She that happens to Wait be. A Wait a we don't well, change who said she was a regular human. Well, she's a superwoman. She's a super mom. But we, we, we treat her with this, we talk, we speak open and freely on this show and honestly, Mandy, and that's really a very, and I know you enjoy that. I know you, you were, you, you were uh, raised in a certain way. You were raised uh, with, uh, to not be, uh, but I'm always. So uh, let's, let's stop all this horsing around. Mandy's a great woman, yes. a great woman. There's no limit. So her uh, possibility, the possibilities are she's already achieved an incredible and she's very, very, very young. My wife, same thing, had achieved an incredible amount. She's very, very, very young. Where on earth can people do the same thing? Where on earth? And yet people are dumping all over this country as if we're a Bolshevik Russia squashing the rights of the ordinary citizen. When are we going to wise up to how great a country we have here? Please, 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 Americans. I don't know how many of you are watching. 
If it's one, it's great. If it's 100,000, it's great. If it's 1 million, it's great. Please get on your knees and thank God for putting you in this country. Well said. And Mandy, please jump in because wifey will get I'm upset sorry. with me. I'm sorry. That, I'm sorry. That we, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that we don't give you enough time. Wifey is your biggest advocate. So please, Mandy, go. Sorry. Well, I, bad, I, by the way, I, I apologize. Thank you. No, oh, thank no. you. Thank you. Thank you, especially to wifey. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I agree. This country is a guest. And I think one of the problems, and we've talked a lot about it, is there is a, a whole generation or many generations that haven't been given the true history of this country and they haven't been exposed to what is it that sets us apart. Um, it's not just our constitution, but it's also our faith in God and our following and a lot of our Judeo-Christian allegiances and alignment in everything that we do. And so many Americans, they've, they've never even heard that. They haven't been exposed to that. I was watching man on the street interviews, which are, they're kind of funny to watch. Sometimes they, they ask, and sometimes you've got to think maybe the people are just nervous, but I really, I, I really think people just don't know some some basic concepts like what state is Philadelphia and uh, in. That was one. <laughs> that that was that was one question. Well, what have, country? Please, please, please tell me you're kidding. No. What what country ben, is ben, the Panama Canal in? People would trip up on what's what year is the what, what year is the War of eighteen twelve. And there's a reason no, no, to get come it. on, come on. I'm not that stupid. You can't make I, me I do think that. some of it could be nerves. I do. Like you you put a kid or if people aren't used to having a a um a microphone in your face, you know, that they can react in all sorts of ways. But there is there's a lack of general education, but there's especially been a lack of exposure to the true history and uh, why why our country is great in the foundational principles and in a way that people can carry with them into any situation. Well, I, I, and I'd like to back up if I could a little farther than that or further uh, and say uh, Americans are not really taught that there are some extremely ugly parts of the founding of America, too. I mean, America was a slave country for a long, long time. And there were many human beings who were slaves. They were in capture, uh, not by other Americans, but by uh, Arab slave traders, African African slave traders. And uh, they were uh, treated horribly, uh, ab abysmally, unbelievably terribly, brought to uh, North America or to the Caribbean or to South America and treated just unbelievably terribly. And this, unfortunately, was a commonplace in the world at that time. The world was not run by the people who make uh, fairy tales. The world was run by people who wanted to wring every drop of sweat that they could out of other human beings. We fought a great civil war to change that in America. And it was a really, really big war. I think it might have been, aside from the wars of, of Genghis Khan, the biggest war there had ever been on the planet. Many hundreds of thousands of white people died so that black people could have rights. That did not happen anywhere else. Why do we not get some credit for that? You're you're completely right. Uh, I, I I can't get into the psyche of the mental illness that people that are unwilling to see what you're talking about 
And I say that with, and I, and I use that word with all seriousness because it's a mental illness to not realize uh, it, it's a form of this, it, it, our country dysphoria, Mandy, as Ben just said, it's like people don't, it's like they're looking in, in, the, in, in, the, in the mirror of America and they're seeing a distorted reality of our history and all the great things that we've done. And as Ben pointed out, so I, I don't know how well, you get why, through. But, but, but why, why is that, Mandy? Why, why is that? I mean, here we are. I'm sitting in my room. It, it, it's a big, big, big room. It has a lot of pictures of me with various people who are much better looking than I am. And uh, I am sitting here, and, I, and I'm and I'm having air conditioning cooling me off, which is wonderful. And I'm thinking to myself. Why? Why don't people understand the progress that has been made in the world just in my lifetime? I mean, just, just in my parents' lifetime. When my mother's mother was a child, there were still people who had been born in slavery. My best friend when I was a child was a brilliant, brilliant, very handsome young man named David Skull. His housekeeper, his, his housekeeper's mother, had been born a slave. And the sacrifice that was necessary to free her and bring her up to a position of legal equality with the white man was incredible. The whole, the whole Eastern seaboard of this country was drenched in blood. And yet it happened and nobody gives anybody in America credit for, for changing things. Well yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. And it's, 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 so wise that in the beginning, our founders used the term more perfect. There was such an admission there that they knew we weren't perfect, but they created a system where we could improve and strive for that degree of perfection that really isn't attainable by human beings, but we do seek it out. And it's so crazy to me that, you know, the history today is taught by activists. So, so oh, many wait students- Oh, back up, back up, back up. Please back up, please. I, I, I'm sure you're right. I want to know how you know that. That history is taught by know. activists? Yeah. I mean, I, how, do you, <laughs> how do you know that they are, it's not being taught just by your ordinary basic citizen? Well, look at the schools, look at the teachers, look at the curriculum. So much of what teachers teach comes directly from the Department of Education. And yeah. ever since... Is that is that really true? I mean, I, I yes. I'm not asking you sarcastically. Yeah. yeah, no. So you mean that is the Department of Education printing textbooks? The Department of Education has processes where they either affirm or deny certain textbooks and make them eligible eligible for um, for integration into public schools. So if you're in the public school system, which I don't know the statistics, I would actually be curious to know what percentage of children are in the public school system versus the private school system. It's certainly, I, I think this would be right to say, but we can we can double check this. The majority of students are in the public school system. Oh, but overwhelming, so, overwhelming majority. Yeah, and I, I bet that's been eroded more recently though, by virtue of charter schools and things along those lines that have still popped up. But then, yeah. Still overwhelmingly public schools, um, but so much of what is allowed in those public schools or receipt of federal funds being tied to inclusion of certain aspects within their curriculum, that has just bred 
um, that that that's bred even the types of teachers that are willing to go in those schools that tend to be more activist aligned. And so you have students that either aren't taught by someone who's actually bringing anything substantive to them, someone who's just preaching activism, or the, the, the kids tune out the teacher and they turn on TikTok by virtue of all the various devices that are in the classroom now. So you have kids being taught by the Americanized version of TikTok, which is really designed to um, make people less educated, those actually tuning into it, and, and more angry and divisive. May I back up? I am not quite sure what TikTok is. I'm an old man, 78 years old. I'm 100% certain I have never had TikTok on my tele on my computer screen. And um, what Judah, Mandy, what is TikTok? So TikTok is an app on your phone and you can make videos. I I actually don't have it. I no one in my family will ever have it because what it, that's what it is to the user. What it really is, is a Chinese spying device where they have direct insight into anyone who is using it. And it's insanely popular, um, probably from young teenagers, from like tweeners on up to 40 somethings. Um, it's insanely popular and people make these videos and then they get to see videos posted by others. And the interesting thing, Ben, is that the American version of TikTok it focuses, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll receive an algorithm based on what you follow, but it tends to push forward really unhelpful information or really divisive or activist-based information. For example, you will get uh, all sorts of videos about gender pronouns and no, about no, please, how- please, 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 please. I hope you're kidding. I'm not. This is how, please, but please, this, please. Is the, you're, you're this is the yeah. American version. The Chinese version, is you will receive you will your algorithm whatever you're looking for you're going to receive your next video that they recommend in your feed is going to be tied to learning about space or science or something that is more traditionally relevant in the educational space so there's two totally different versions and this is very well documented and also it's important to note that trump tried to break it up and have it sold off because of the chinese spy most state most the State Department, most federal agencies have blocked their employees from using TikTok because of the spying uh, mechanisms that China has put in. But to the bigger point, Ben, that you're asking, I have a friend that's a parent. He lives in, I want to say, Hermosa Beach. And before each year, each uh, uh, education student year, he goes to the teacher, he goes and he looks at the, and he looks at the curriculum. And if he sees anything with CRT, CRT light, maybe you should say what CRT is. Mandy, what's CRT? Critical race theory. Thank you. So, and what what is that? Well, it's, it's how it's it's right. it, it's a form of teaching about um, really the establishment of this country and teaching people how to interact with one another based solely on the color of their skin. And if you are white, you are in the oppressor class. And if you're any other color, you're in the oppressed class. So every type of social interaction and every lens by which you view the past, present, and the future is shaped from that lens, from white being oppressors and every other color being the oppressed. And is this this actually is being done in America? Yes, tools? yes, yes. And yes. also, was it with gender theory? All these things. So my friend looks at the curriculum, curriculum each year, and makes sure that his kids aren't being taught this. And if they are, he'll pull them out of the school. 
And uh, but it, he's a very I'm sure Mandy is the same type of hands on parent that he is. But for the most part, a lot of parents are not hands on. And you you weren't you weren't uh, you were asleep while this was going on because Ben last week while you were getting um you had Ben had got really ill last week as he shared and when you were getting um a sonography done uh the sonographer was this extremely nice black man he was talking about he was talking to me about his 15 year old kid and he was telling me that his 15 year old kid was working. And he had a job and he said to the, and he said to his father, I'm not making enough. And, and the father said, be happy with what you're making. You're 15, you have a job. And the, the kid ended up getting fired and then complaining that he didn't no longer had a job. And the father's like, this is what, this, this, this is the way of the world, son. And you better, you can't, there's no complaining. You can, but, but, com- the left has learned that complaining for the most part does work. And that kid is a symbol of the next generation. I mean, your first job, our first jobs, we were blessed to feel like we had work. There was, there was a real premium on that job. It didn't really matter how much you were making. It was an honor and a privilege to be working. That doesn't exist, Ben. It, 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 it's really starting to uh, cease to exist in this country. And But you mean that even now, your friend, uh, at the age of 15. He's not my friend. Child. He was he was the sonographer. I mean, ch- ch- child, child of your friend. Uh, could could, could uh, go to his boss and say, I don't like my job because I feel I'm being paid too little relative to the amount of work I do. And he could be fired and would be fired for that and have, would have no recourse uh, after that. Is that correct? Well, he had no recourse. He, I, I would imagine he didn't tell the full scope of the story that the kid was probably complaining about uh, the, the work. And if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world, according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And times have, they are a change and they have a changed very quickly. Uh, but Ben, I was at your house yesterday when, when this fourth uh, Gestapo uh, indictment came out, the indictment that was actually released before the grand jury, Mandy ruled on it, and uh, it was. Uh... Well, wait, let's back up. Mandy's a lawyer, right? Mandy, you're a lawyer, yes. right? Yes. How, how could they release an indictment before the grand jury had voted on it? It was a mistake, Ben. It was. It was. It was yeah. A... So, so they say. So they say this is that this is a totally corrupt process. That's what's going on. This isn't some sort of deliverance of justice. This is just abusing a very important institution, which is our legal system to achieve a political end. And those that want to achieve that political end, which is preventing President Trump from happening again, they are going to destroy anyone and everything that stands in the way of what they're trying to do is to make him ineligible to run. And they're gonna try to put him behind bars. They've already tried to make his life a living hell from the day he went down the the escalator, the golden escalator. They've been working day and night to turn his and his family's life into a living hell. And they've concocted stories and now they're trying to put him in jail. This is horrifying, of course. Obviously, let's start with that, horrifying. But question, uh, if 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 in fact uh, prosecutors can do that and can indict anyone they feel like, is there any con- is there a constitution any longer? No, there isn't. You're raising a great point, Ben. And Mandy didn't go deep enough with what she said. 
I, what was it, 18 or 19 people are being tried in, in, in Georgia? I think it's 18 people 18, on like 41 or 42 counts. 18, it's 18 people. It's everybody in the circle, Ben. And what circle? What circle? Trump's orbit, I should say. And it, it, those last, the last, the last few weeks, the people who were in the office with him working through the election integrity issues. It's everyone from official staff to outside counsel to local and state officials that were working with President Trump to get to the truth, which there were very legitimate questions. I know because I had to deal with them in Pennsylvania in Montgomery County. Do tell. That's where my wife's um, relatives were. We're used to it. Now, let's back up here. So if a prosecutor can indict anyone he feels he or she feels like indicting and prevent that person from running for office even if the person is very popular and has an extremely interesting and compelling program is there i'll go back to it is there a constitution no and the end but 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 again this won't prevent him from running this won't prevent him if he wins from being in office that's the that's the thing ben and you're, you're raising such a great point of, is there a constitution? And I have to say at this point, there isn't, because when you look at the reverse of where we live, when you have Gascon and you have Alvin Bragg in New York, who have no, gotten actually, rid Let's of, back up, because not everyone knows who Gascon is. He's, 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 he's a George Soros, a top-appointed prosecutor <laughs> in, in Los Angeles, and uh, he's the district attorney of Los Angeles. And just like Alvin Bragg is the district attorney of, of, of New York, uh, ben, so you're talking about the Constitution. They're 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 letting criminals go. They're let they're not trying cases. They're, everything has been lowered. The bar has. I mean, look at the we, look at the events at the Nordstroms. At, so let's, at, back, let's back up. Is that I'm not sure everyone watching this knows what Nordstroms is or what the. And events the Nordstroms are pretty universal. By the way, Nordstroms is a national brand. I mean, a lot of places have Nordstrom's off the rack, but the Nordstrom stores tend to be very extremely pricey, have ex very pricey items for the most part, not compared to stores on Rodeo Drive, but still extremely pricey items. Like, uh, how do you pronounce the other name? Yes, as you called it, uh, Yves Saint Laurent. Yves Saint Laurent, which was another and they, they did it to it. Very expensive. There, there was three, four, there was four different stores that have been looted in the county in the last four or five days. And it, it's, uh, you, you watch what's going on, Ben. And there's no, there's, I love how the, the mayor of LA is, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Sure, you are. Sure. Is the, mayor, the mayor that one uh, who, uh, Aaron Bass is her name. Yeah. She lives fairly near me. Of course, of course, she does. So does I mean Maxine Waters lives in Hancock Park, but represents the poorest one of the poorest districts in Cal in L.A. at least, which is Compton, and um, Compton and the city of Compton. But Mandy, it, it, Ben asks a great question: Is there a constitution? I have to say at this point, absolutely not. If there is no constitution, then this country ceases to be what we want it to be and and uh, becomes a dictatorship of the media and of the prosecutors and uh, if we no longer have a constitution that protects the ordinary citizen but only have a constitution that protects the very wealthy left wingers like mr whatever his name is something's gone dreadfully off the tracks of the rails here 
and uh, we, we got to look back to uh, 1865, 1867, 1866, 68. What happened? What happened? What happened? It, it, it's, it's a great question. I just, I, before you get to that, I just I want to get to one of the rants. Truth Prophet wrote something. He wrote, Nice store, but does not stock ginormous size men's clothes. Uh, sorry, Truth uh, Puppet. For that, you'll have well, to go to shop. What is the word ginormous? For, for fairly big people. For that, you'll have to go to Shammers Big and Tall. But, uh, but Mandy, the question leads to Ben's point. What's next? And that's what, I keep, that's what I said to Ben yesterday. And nobody's talking about it. Everybody refuses to talk about where do we go from here? Because what Ben's talking about, Mandy, is a total breakdown in the Constitution. It is an absolute breakdown in the Constitution. And where does Republicans, people don't realize, take Trump out of the equation, it's still a movement of 60 million people. They do not, they can't grasp this concept that if you get rid of Trump, and when I say that, when the arsenal runs dry, Mandy, as I said to Ben yesterday, with no more indictments, what's next? There is a next. And nobody's talking about that next because they are being so gaslit, the left, Mandy, that they're going to have another Steve Scalise incident. For people that are not familiar with that, that was, the shooting at, that, was. that was the shooting at the softball game between the Republicans and the Democrats from a Bernie Sanders supporter who, 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 who went on a shooting rampage. And that's what's next, Mandy. Nobody is saying it, and it's not going to come from Trump supporters. If Trump supporters really wanted to go and do this, Mandy, they would have by now. The left is being gaslit and something bad is going to happen to Trump or his family or somebody in his orbit. And there is a sickness and it has to end. We have zero leadership in this country, in this world right now, Mandy. And somebody's got to do something. But, well, wait, sorry, sorry, wait. I'm sorry, Mandy. Go ahead. Sorry for ranting. I beg your pardon. Yeah, Mandy. Yeah, I, I think that the left is intentionally trying to stoke violence. Um, they're trying to lead people down that path. And um, I, I would just say this for anyone in the Trump orbit, don't fall into their trap. Uh, we know that January 6th was a psych ops. Um, they're trying to they're trying they're trying to generate and lead people lead people down a path of violence, which we cannot do. And we need to be vigilant to make sure that the left doesn't cause harm to the people that we need. We truly need them to get this country back. But in the interim, Judah, to your question, what can we do? We can't accept this as, as this is just the status quo. We have a majority Republican in the U.S. House of Representatives. We also have avenues to uh, recall. There's got to be the the... the DA, the Georgia, it's the DA who brought this indictment. Is that right? Yes. Or the, was yeah. It, okay. Uh, so, it a DA? Are you sure? Are you sure it was not a county district attorney, a county, not a city, but a county DA? I'm, I'm not, I just, I don't, don't mean to quibble, but I just know because it if, matters. She's the, she's, yeah, the Fulton, Fulton, she's, Fulton County. she's, she's the Fulton, Fulton County, County district attorney. And was she elected or appointed? I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's what I was. I presumably she was elected. Um, hold on, we can confirm that one. If she's elected, she should be recalled. Um, they should. This is an abuse of process, an abuse of a process and candor to the court that she swore to uh, to be a part of 
faithfully by virtue of being an attorney and being a member of the bar. And she's not doing that. So we need Republicans. We need citizens of Georgia to fight back and to recall these people and force them. She was elected, by the way, just so you know. She was elected. So force them to use their resources to defend against lawsuits, force them to have to deal with a recall situation um, and force them to have to hire attorneys to prepare them in the midst of everything else that's going on to go testify before Congress and deal with subpoenas. That that is what we need to be doing to fight back um, and push back and not accept the current corruption of the entire system is OK in the status quo. Question, if I may. Uh, this woman, what's, what's the name of the prosecutor, please? Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis. She's an African-American woman? Yes, sir. Okay. How many of the uh, prosecutors in these cases are African-American? Well, out of the two out of the four. And what is the population of America in terms of of African-Americans? 14%. Why, uh, why, why uh, Why do we seem to be seeing extraordinary amount of resentment by Black Americans towards a president who did nothing but struggle and work from the first moment he entered politics to help black americans you know you're raising a good question is what we spoke about before the show follow the money ben who's paying their bills who got them elected george soros we know got alvin bragg elected i'm sure he had a lot to do with getting uh Fannie Willis elected, although I have no proof of that, but I do have we do have proof of Alvin Bragg getting elected because of those reasons. And Mandy, he does raise a good point. Again, nobody's willing to speak about this point. Trump was the best black president the black community has ever had as far as unemployment and going by all metrics. And the 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 I always say, and Ben said it before the show, you got to follow the money. And you got to follow where the money is and where the resources is at. And that's what they're doing, Mandy. Well, wait a second. The guy who said follow the money was a Republican senator uh, in, in, during the Watergate uh, hearings. And uh, I, I think it is partly follow the money. But there are so many rich people in America now that it doesn't really make much difference whether you follow the money or not. Because everybody's rich nowadays, except people who aren't rich. There are an awful lot of rich people, and uh, it doesn't take much money to start a lawsuit. It takes very little money. It, starts, it takes very little money to start a process that leads to the indictment of a perfectly innocent person. But Mandy, you are the youngest of us, I believe, certainly by a, by a very law and certainly by a lot the most intellectually vibrant. What was the what were the counts uh, for which Mr. Trump was indicted? in the state of Georgia within the last 48 hours, please. Well, they're all, they're all, they're all, well, that's a good question. The, the, what's been presented is that um, he is a part of it. All the indictments fall under Georgia's RICO law. Um, Racketeering. What are you saying, Judah? You're on mute. That's what what Fannie Willis is famous for. Okay, we show a picture of Fannie Willis, please? I, I, I don't have the ability to do that with mine. You, you do not? No, it, it never shows up. But that's neither, it's, 
because of the screen. Here, I, I mean, I can do it like this. But I share. <laughs> oh, cool. I, I don't know if you can see it because mm -hmm. of the. And it is how she is the. I see. I see. I see. I see. Okay. Um, thank you very much. Um, I, I would like to, to know why it is that uh, the, the district attorneys of various counties or cities in the Midwest, South, cannot uh, indict Mr. Uh, cannot indict any number of Democrats for the, the various crimes that the Democrats have allegedly committed. And especially considering the recent horrifying behavior of the president about his granddaughter, why he cannot be indicted. There are laws still in this country about bringing people into disrepute, about about uh, making it a crime to bring a person into disrepute. And these laws have to do with libel and slander. And it seems to me that Mr. Uh, Biden, although to be sure, former official of a state with very fried, good fried chicken, to be sure, why can't a 20, 30, 40 Republican district attorneys bring charges against Mr. Biden for various bad bits of bad behavior, some before he was uh, president. Why can't that because be they done? have no ball oh they have no balls, Ben. Okay, okay, so then, okay, so then, all right, then all right, good. Good. That's good. So then in that case, if we are talking about one political party that has balls and one that doesn't, there's gonna be a real problem because uh you can't have that kind of situation that the the country cannot tolerate that, and uh, and it won't. I mean, the co country cannot tolerate a system in which the uh, very, very, very powerful weapons of the prosecutorial system are brought to bear uh, by the Democrats, but not by the Republicans. And Judah, I'll go back to this, because you are a man who's brought this up over and over again. Mandy, I'd like to go to you on this you are actually in the bowels of the beast. So oh, do you speak. want me to read to you, by the way, quickly, the indictments against Trump? Very much so. Uh, that I could pull up qu quickly. Violation so. of the Georgia Rico. Um, that's him. He's number five. Two, solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. Um, that's the Raffensperger call. Conspiracy allegedly. to commit impersonating a public officer. Um conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree uh I, I, yeah it, the list goes on ben it's too it's too uh it's too small uh to read but those are some of the just a, a, a couple examples i'm sorry to bother you with that but those I know are... you're not bothering me at all but i i guess what i keep thinking and i and i you know we, we have a, a to my left on the screen i don't know how it is on other people's screens and to my and bot to bother me on my screen i don't know how it is on other people's screens we have young, intelligent people, one of whom is a lawyer. What the hell is keeping the Republicans from using the same weaponry that the Democrats have? I, I, my wife and I, my wife is a goddess. We watch documentaries about World War II pretty much every night and have for a long time. And what we find, of course, is that once one side in the war gets a certain kind of weapon, Generally speaking, not always, the other side gets the weapon too and starts to make use of it. I was, uh, I give you, for example, radar. 
radar was an incredibly important device in fighting the war of the Atlantic, in which the U-boats were able to be spotted, not entirely, but partially by a combination of sonar and radar. And, the, and Britain, of course, immediately used it beautifully. Why are the Republicans not using the weapons that are available to them to try to slow down the Democrats? Not just to, not just to uh, have a, a one or two days headlines, but to actually stop the process. You know, he, Mandy, he raises the question. I'm, I, and, and, and you, I'm, you, brought, you have brought it up before. And, and, and Mandy, I'll go to, I, and I said this to Mandy before the show, Ben. You, you, you have soundbite Republicans, and those are the ones that enjoy being on Fox News and being accepted still at Fox News. So you have John Kennedy, who I used to sort of like, but now he's just like he's just a dumbass from Louisiana who comes on don't with say his. That, don't say that. There are a lot of really smart people in Louisiana. I didn't say the whole state is. I said he is. Not no, 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 it's not. That was not my intention. I'm specifically talking about John Kennedy, who comes on with his quips and his little humor. And he always has these little funny things to say, Mandy, but he never gets anything done. And then you and I was reading with Katie Pavlich today of another the Fox News. I keep on saying to Ben of yesteryear is not the is not the Fox News of today. It, it said a few and that being Gutfeld and maybe Jesse Waters. It, it, it's it, it's not the same. And you have a, and to Ben's point. The reason I'm bringing this up is you have these Republicans who the, the 20 percent of them, Mandy, who, who need who make money. This is their making money business. They need to still be on Fox News, getting the speaking engagements. And they're not. Believe me, I was not getting any money from me. Fox News. Right. I, but you, right. You were one of the few that chose not to. So don't you. They, they did. Or, I mean, it was peanuts, but they yeah, did offer you peanuts, money. Indeed. They did offer you money and they did offer you certain things, but you chose not to do it. So you could be a free agent and be on all the networks. But my point, my bigger point, Mandy, is is the, 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 there's a Republican uniparty, as they call it. There's a Republican higher class that doesn't that has no interest in this. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I would I would say I would just note one important thing is that there is a gentleman in the House, um, Congressman Comer, and he is leading the investigation into the Hunter Biden situation. And he is slowly but surely building the case for impeachment. And I will say this, having been in and on that side where Republicans have to have a foolproof case. Otherwise, it will completely fall apart because it's the, the system is unfair. There's no one to bail out a mistake committed like it, and maybe it's a it is it is a true mistake, whatever it may be, a small mistake, a big mistake. There is no media entity that can bail out a Republican that makes a mistake that's going up against the Democrat at the levels that we're talking about here. And so they you have to take your time. You have to build it on the facts. And that takes a lot more time than just telling lies like the Russia hoax and then having the media who's willing to pick it up and not ask questions and to overlook major, major mistakes, including a lack of tangible evidence or any serious credibility to the allegations being lodged. But the left gets away with that. The right doesn't. So it does take time. And I do know 
that uh, James Comer and his staff have been working very diligently to build that case. But I do think, Ben and Judah, to your point, there are other things that other Republicans could be doing. They could speak, they could be speaking up a little bit louder. Judah, you made this point as we were as we were waiting to get started, is that many Republicans have taken, we're in the August recess right now, for those who may not follow it as closely, meaning that the members of Congress have all left DC and gone back presumably, and most of the time, to their respective districts and homes to be with the people that they represent. But Judah, you made the point that they've taken to heart the the um, term recess very seriously, and they aren't even speaking up and responding to this latest Trump indictment. Um, and they should, because this is massive corruption. You have a lunatic prosecutor who's trying to take down the former president and the current front runner of the Republican Party by an abusive process. And you haven't heard you haven't heard this type of emotional response or pushback from the majority of Republicans. And whether they like Trump or not, they should be willing to speak up and push back because this really goes to the heart and stands to break down the very institution and the constitution that they themselves swore to uphold, um, to hold, uphold and protect. And we're just not seeing that. When you say a lunatic prosecutor, are you referring to the woman in, in um Yes, uh, in the district, the county district attorney. Uh, what is that lady's name again, please? Fanny Willis. And uh, the re Republicans have a problem. We know this, Ben. Republicans. I know, I know but I, I want to. I want to go. I think we have a problem about that. We can no balls. And two, why is it that the black people in this country have been co-opted into being against the very party that has done them the most good? Money. That, that, no, no, sir, sir. The ordinary, the ordinary black man walking down. I assume I'm not referring to walking that, down the street sorry. is not uh, getting any money. Even George Soros. The inner city, the inner cities, Ben. The inner cities have been socially rigged with uh, social welfare, with some with with with, with money of false with false promises and false profits, Ben. Uh, I, I I I wish it was. I, I wish there was a better answer for that, Ben, but it's it's a lot easier to take the, the government's money as people witnessed during COVID than have to go out and work. And I know that's it's going to that sounds but I might I might be called certain things for saying that out loud. But that's just a fact, Jack. And the uh, they have been taken advantage of not by just the left, but by their own charlatans that raise that that are their trusted leaders and servants, Ben. And it doesn't make sense. But why? Okay, I, I agree it doesn't make sense. But is there no one around who can bring up this point and say, uh, my fellow Americans, especially my fellow Americans of color, do you not understand that you, that you are being uh, wildly mistreated and tricked by people playing three-card Monty with your uh, vote? No, because look what happened. And I'm... Not yet, but he probably wasn't the perfect person to do this. But look what happened to Bill Cosby when he did it. When 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 Bill Cosby became out and said, "Pull up your pants," you know, and started really and started talking about education in the black community. He was, uh, I, I think it's safe to say, he was taken down. Uh, and there is nobody, Ben. There is nobody. 
And it, I, I brought this up a, a while back and Tucker wasn't willing to go there. He had Ice Cube, one of the most influential blacks uh, in the last 50 years, at least, uh, especially in rap and entertainment. And he, uh, you know, he voted for Obama. But t- t- I don't think Tucker asked him, well, why would you vote for Biden? Why do you continue to vote for people that don't have your own self-interest? If Biden promised you this and you and, and or Obama promised you this and this and, and you didn't get it and Trump promised you this and this and this, why aren't you voting for Trump? What is it that you're not? What? Where is the disconnect? And nobody's willing to ask that question, Ben, because nobody wants well, to. I, 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 we're, we're asking it right now. Okay, here yeah. we are. We're, there are only three of us. Yes. And we're uh, on the Internet. We're not on a big, giant network. It would be nice if we were, but we're not. What? Uh, what what's the answer? I mean, why? Why? Yeah, yes, a certain very bad thing, things happened to a great guy, Bill Cosby, a really, really brilliant guy, a great American. Uh, what uh, now? Why is it that a few black people cannot get up on their hind legs and say, uh, yes, you fellow America, our fellow Americans, please, 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 please tell the truth, tell the truth, tell the truth. You're not dealing with an honest system at all, period. And you are instead, as you all are brought in on board, the huge Democrat ocean liner, uh, you are stamped on your hands and you are told you, the trip is already planned. Uh, you get such and such that many hours it, and then you get back on the ship and you go and you wind up back in the rice field again. Why? Where where are the leaders? I mean, I I was I'm an old man. I'm much older than either of you. Wifey is watching this in the other part of the house. Wifey is much older than any of you. Wifey and I demonstrated with the African American people of, of our generation or two generations behind us. Saw a black men who had gone across the Selma Bridge, the Pettus Bridge, and been beaten badly and still had damages to their bodies to stand up for rights for Black Americans. These people won't stand up for anything, no matter how totally slender the chance of them being injured is. You know, you're raising a great great question. And obviously, we're, Ken, Catherine, thank you uh, for the kind words. Uh, I think it wasn't a heart issue I had. It was a bowel obstruction I had. But uh, I, I bring that up because when I say I had a minor incident to people, I don't want them 47. It well, it could be a hard thing. It was a bowel thing. But Mandy, as we're closing shop, Ben, ben brings up a bit, great point. Because when I was growing up in New York City, there was some there was a very strong black man. His name was Roy Innes. And he was an extremely uh, he was he was a brilliant guy and he was a black leader, but he was never get t- he was never given the pedestal that somebody like Al Sharpton was. And Al Sharpton created a riot that killed people. He created the Tawana Brawley situation. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Al Sharpton created a diet that a riot, people? a riot. Oh, he, riot. He, he did go on a diet. He did eventually go on a diet, but he, the Crown Heights riots. Obviously, he had Tawana Brawley, and um, he ruined so many careers. Owes the state of New York six million dollars at least. And this is a black leader, and this is a, a who, who has a huge pedestal. And again, I keep on saying this, Mandy. I can't change this. They have the, the, the you, if you want change in your community, Mandy. You you you're the ones that have to want it. Final final thoughts on that, Mandy, as we're running out of time. 
Yeah, I mean, I it's interesting when I was out running for public service commissioner before I was kicked off. Um, I I did talk to a number of folks, and I asked. I often asked, "What is it going to take to break the Democrat hold that runs so deep in the Black community?" Um, in Mississippi, we have the Mississippi Delta, which is one of the poorest areas in the country, in the state, and in the country. Um, and it's a large, it's largely black population. And what I was told is, Judah, you're actually hit the nail on the head. It's the money. Um, these communities get direct the 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 churches and the community centers and the leaders. They get money and they protect that. And they will tell anyone that they have influence over that Republicans are going to take it away. But I'll tell you this, Trump went into these areas and there were many speeches that he gave where he basically said, what is it that you have to lose? Like, look around you. You've been sold this lie of this great society and you look around you and it's not that great. Um, it's sad to see generations of Americans thinking that they can never get, they never want to make more than whatever the threshold is is where they stop receiving government support. That is such a sad state, but that plagues so many communities all across this country. And so I think Trump went in, he was willing to ask that question and he started He started having people see the light and you have some activists that have come out of that um, and they've risen to some level of prominence, but it's just gonna, it's going to take time and it's going to take people within that community having an aha moment and then bringing that wisdom back. Well said, and let's not forget that well Trump said, got the highest. Let's not forget, because everybody loves to forget the numbers. Everybody likes to think, and it's so important to remember this, Trump got 71 million votes at least, okay? He had the highest majority of the black vote ever among any Republican president. I love how they love to paint this narrative that he lost and had like 50 million votes. Okay, he lost, if you believe it, by a total of what, 45,000 votes in the throughout the whole election. So with yeah. the Electoral College. So let's not kid ourselves, people. And uh, I'm not and in the rants, uh, Cosma, no offense to Ben Carson or Larry Elder or Leo Terrell or Candace Owens or Burgess Owens. Uh, they're not those people. They're pundits. They're very good. We love Larry Elder. Uh, love Larry he's Elder. A, he's the greatest. He's the greatest. Absolutely love Larry Elder. But if you want to really look for somebody, look at Byron Donald. Byron Donald, I think is that's his name, the congressman in in, in Florida. Florida. He might, he might he might be the next great leader. He might be the one. And I pray for the black community. I pray he's the one for not just the black community, but for the America. And I'm tired. Yeah. And, and even this is like the, there's no reason why a white person can't go in there and and truly get the black vote. And, and deliver like Trump did. And as we've run out of time, I want to thank the rumblers, the ranters, the truthers. And I want to thank Ben Stein. Ben's through a lot. Ben, Ben's been through more than any person should ever have to go through on so many levels in the last uh, in, in the last year, in the last, obviously, month and a half. So many different things. And he shows up. And he and he wants to be here. And, he, uh, and he's tired. It's hot out here. And he always wants to show up. And I don't think there's anything more commendable much. than that. And I think that's the greatest lesson that you could teach anybody is suit up in Ben's case, literally, and 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 show up. And uh, well, God bless you. God and, bless you. No, you're 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 a hero, Ben, and you're you're God absolutely, bless you. absolutely heroic for what you're going through and what you've gone through. And uh, we all pray for you. 
And uh, God bless you, God I need bless it. you sir. Mandy Gunasekra, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We'll see you, God willing, next Tuesday night, uh, if your schedule permits. And of course, well, your kids are back in school. You have no excuse. And of course, let's thank <laughs> the, our icon, our iconic class, our teacher, America's teacher, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. You can find them at Newsmax. You can find them at spectator.org. And of course, you can find them on the world, according to Ben Stein. Take us out however you'd like, sir. We are not afraid. We are not afraid. We, <coughs> we are not afraid today. Oh, deep in my heart, I do believe. We are not afraid today. And I will say, if I may, keep on keeping on. I miss my son so much and so does my wife. But we are going to keep on keeping on. We believe he is in the arms of God, the arms of Jesus right now, waiting for us to come back and tell him to clean up his room. Well said. And I just want to say, Brady, I hope your wife is okay. And uh, somebody just that listens to the show that Ben, we that you, he's walked through sobriety with us just had six months sober. So I think that deserves a big clap, Ben, uh, and a big cheer to that person to all the people that listen to the show that might get some help like that. God bless you. We're always free to talk to you. Whatever you're struggling with, you know, our email address. And we will get back to you with that struggle. I know Ben would love to talk to you. I would love to talk to you. And even Mandy would love to talk to you. So whatever you're thinking about, if it's, if it's as Ben, the best advice I ever got, if it's after 11 o'clock at night and it sounds like a good idea, don't do it. And uh, reach up that phone. And Ben, again, blessings to you and, and wifey. We'll God see, you. You all. We'll see you everybody all. on Thursday night. Have a great night. Good night and God bless America.